Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us once again. Uh, thanks to everybody that's been sharing the podcast on your Insta story and other uh, media, social media outlets. Um, I want to talk today about what we do have. Man, I've, I've, I've been thinking about this and just been getting so grateful as to what God has already given us. Um, one of the things the devil tries to do is keep our eyes focused on what we uh, don't have. Keep our eyes looking at what we're missing, uh, at, at where we are and where we should be. But I want to stop for just a second and say thank you to God for what we do have. Uh, the Bible says that we have a more sure word of prophecy. So today, I want to thank God that we have the word of God, that we've built our lives on the word of God, that we have a sure future ahead of us by the word of God. And I want to put us in remembrance to not underestimate the word of God, to not underestimate the treasure that we have in God's word. The Bible says in Matthew 7, and you've heard this parable before, But verse 24, Jesus says, Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which has built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that hears these sayings of mine and doesn't do them shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, And the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. We're building our life not on something that's a questionable footing. We're not building our life on a conspiracy. We're not building our life on a theory. We're not building our life on the theory of evolution. We're not building our life on something questionable. We're building our life on the solid foundation. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain. The Bible says all flesh is as grass. The the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God endures forever. So for us who have received Jesus and consider him precious, for us who love him, for us who worship him, for us who've given him our life, for us who know it doesn't matter what anyone says, there's no disproving. There's there's no scientific fact that you could come up with that'll lead me to believe that Jesus isn't real, that Jesus isn't the son of God, that he didn't come and die. I'm standing on a sure foundation. My life, hallelujah, my life is guaranteed because I stand on the word. I love that. The rain descends, the floods come, and the winds blow. Man, standing on the word doesn't mean the rains won't descend. Welcome to planet earth where the rains descend. Standing on the word doesn't mean the floods won't come. Many times the floods come. Many times people, we can feel overwhelmed. We can feel like there's so much happening that you can feel overwhelmed. There's days that are just more difficult than other days. There's days where you struggle just to keep it together. There's days where it's hardship. There's days where there's really a testing of your faith. There's days where it's good and it's easy and things are light. And then there's days of battle. There's times where fear is knocking at the door. It doesn't mean the floods don't come. It doesn't mean the rains don't descend. But it means that we're standing. And as long as we stand, that we're standing on the solid rock. And that the house will not fall. It doesn't mean that the winds won't blow because winds of adversity always blow. Winds of adversity come. Sometimes it takes different shape. The devil wants to make you feel like you're all alone. That, you don't, that, that no one knows what you're going through. But this is earth. This is a time now where before the return of Jesus, where there's a testing ground. 
The Bible says the testing of your faith is much more precious than gold, that it's tried in the fire and it will found to, it, the, the faith, the testing of faith will be found to be to your praise and glory at his appearing. But praise the Lord today. We haven't built our life on something that changes with every season. You haven't built your life on, on the presidency of one man or the kingship of another. You haven't built your life on a government that can rise and can fall. All throughout the ages, there's been governments, there's been kingdoms that have risen and kingdoms that have fallen. If you look at the kingdoms of this world, the, the empires, the major empires that have risen and people thought were, were unconquerable, and then they fall and they crumble and they break up. And it may be that someone close to the king stabs him in the back, but, but this thing that's immovable crumbles. We're building our life on a kingdom that will reign forever and ever and ever a kingdom that has the final say, a kingdom that will know no end, a kingdom that is a sure footing. We're building our life. We're staking our life on the precious word of God, the holy word of God, the immutable, unchangeable, undeniable word of God. And time will tell the true story. What man looks at now and counts as important, time will tell if it's really important. What man looks at now and counts as a good deed, the Bible actually says, to don't judge before the time because everything will be revealed in its time. There's things that people are looking at and saying congratulations and cheering people on for that when we come back won't be to people's praise because it wasn't done. It wasn't done for the kingdom of God. And then there'll be things that we look at and we say that's questionable, but but will be to someone's praise and be to someone's credit because they did it trusting in Christ. And so we're standing on this foundation. So the word of God, number one, is a sure footing. You can stand on it and it'll last and it'll last. And long after this earth is gone and long after the present heavens are gone and long after everything's been renewed by fire and there's a new heaven and a new earth, the word of God will endure. It's the surest footing known to man. Number two, the word of God is a light. The Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 105 that the word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light to my path. Lord, I'm grateful today that, that, that the Word of God is sure, but the Word of God shows me which way to go. I wouldn't have known where to go if it wasn't for the Word. I wouldn't have known what to do if it wasn't for the Word. The Bible says, your Word is a lamp and a light. And so the light lights my way so I can know what to do tomorrow. I can know what to do the next day. I can know how to act. I know how to move forward. Why? Because I have a light, and it's a light that shows properly. There's many times where if the lighting's wrong, you don't see correctly. Have you ever gotten dressed in the dark? Have you ever gotten dressed in the dark and you realize your socks were messed up, or you wore one color belt and you thought it was another color? Or maybe, you know, maybe there was something in your teeth and you didn't see it? Why? Because you weren't looking in the light. The Word of God is a light. The Word of God is also a mirror. The Bible says you behold yourself in a mirror in the book of James. The word of God is a mirror. It's how you can see who you are truly. And so the Bible says the man that hears the word of God and doesn't do it is like a man who looks in the mirror and forgetting what he looks like goes away and doesn't change anything. If you go to the mirror and you smile and you see you've got something in your teeth, what do you do? You grab something to get it out. But if you look and then you don't act on it and you go your way, you're going to forget, hey, there's there's a piece of chive in my teeth, right? But it's the same thing when we come around the word. Praise the Lord. I was born under sin, but I didn't stay under sin because I came around the word. And then the Holy Ghost said, hey, that needs to change. I thank God for for the reflection of the word. I thank God 
for when he's corrected me, for when he's disciplined me. I thank God for the sure footing. I thank God that he still hasn't given up on me. I thank God that he said in the book of Philippians, faithful is he who's begun a good work, who shall complete it until the day of Christ. I'm so grateful that he, that he's done what he's done. I'm so grateful that he is who he says he is. I'm so grateful that he hasn't given up on me. I'm so grateful that I'm standing in a time where as, as things get more and more intense on this earth, that I can lean more and more into the word of God, that the word more and more becomes my daily bread, that the word that I don't have to be distracted, that I don't have to ease my pain through distraction, that I can go straight to the word and get something that gives me a hope to stand up on. The Bible says in, in 2 Peter 1, 3, that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, that God has given me health, that God has given me peace of mind, that God has given me a way to rebuke the storm, that God has given me a way to overcome, that I overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. So today I just want to honor God and say, God, I thank you for what you've given me. I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you for this light, this lamp to my feet that dispels darkness. The book of John chapter one and verse four says in him, talking about Jesus, was light was life and the life was the light of man and the light shines in darkness and the darkness comprehends it not as what the king james says but what it actually what it says is the darkness doesn't even understand what to do the darkness doesn't know what to do with it when god's word comes it's light that shines in my life any area of darkness the darkness is dispelled so that's why i keep my heart open to this word this word is precious to me i find myself these days picking up a bible in the morning And just out of my spirit saying, Lord, you've made me rich. I'll hold the Bible. Lord, you've made me rich. Lord, you've made me the richest man on planet earth. You've given me your word. Lord, you've given me a treasure here. Lord, it's one part comfort. It's one part instruction. It's one part direction. It's one part encouragement. Lord, it's one part rebuke. Lord, it's one one part prediction. Lord, it's one part many things. But I want to say thank you. You've made me rich by your word. Lord, I wouldn't trade this word for silver. I wouldn't trade it for gold. I wouldn't trade my relationship with your word, Lord, the sure footing for anything on planet earth. Father, I'd pick your word over my comfort. Lord, I'd pick your word over a long life. Lord, I'd pick your word even if there was persecution. Father, I've, I've chosen my path and I choose to stand up for your word. You know, I was talking to my wife. There's not many opportunities that we get in this lifetime to stand up for what's right. I believe that we're given a few opportunities in our life to, for, for when the time comes to stand up and to, and to be persecuted for what we believe. But I believe right now, in this day and age, we're getting closer to those times. So be on the lookout for opportunities to stand up and to accept persecution. The Bible says that Jesus was persecuted and that God tells us and, and he gave us an example to follow in his footsteps. Follow in the footsteps of persecution. Why? Because there'll be opportunities that'll come your way. When you, when you do what's right, there'll be opportunities that'll come your way. And when that time comes, please don't back down. Allow the, allow the spirit of Christ to rise up big on the inside of you. God has a plan for you, but look at what God has given you. Look at the strength in his word. Look at the hope in his word. Look at the life in his word. You know, we're born again by the word of God. First Peter Let me actually, before I do that, let me read here. Psalm 119 is a scripture that I love. Longest chapter in the Bible. Longest, um, well, if you want to call it a chapter. Psalm. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. 
Through You, through your commandments, have made me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients, because I keep your precepts. I have refrained my feet from every evil way, that I might keep your word. I have not departed from your judgments, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words unto my taste, yes, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. I, will, I have sworn and I will perform it, that I will keep your righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, I beseech you, the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your judgments. My soul is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from your precepts. Your testimonies have I taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes always, even unto the end. I hate vain thoughts, but your law do I love. You are my abiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. That's what I feel like my life is right now. You are my abiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Depart from me, you evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of our God. Uphold me according to your word that I may live and let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold me up and I shall be safe and I will have respect unto your statutes continually. You have trodden down all them that err from your statutes, for their deceit is falsehood. You put away all the wicked of the earth like dross, therefore I love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. I have done judgment and justice, leave me not to my oppressors. Be surety for your servant for good, let not the proud oppress me. My eyes fail for your salvation and for the word of your righteousness. Deal with your servant according unto your mercy, and teach me your statutes. I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. I like this one. It is time for you, Lord, to work, for they have made void thy law. Therefore, I love thy commandments above gold. Yes, above fine gold. Therefore, I esteem all your precepts concerning all things to be right. And I hate every false way. When you get a love for the word of God, when you get a love for the things of God, anything that opposes God's word, you get a hatred on the inside of you. Don't let anyone tell you it's not good to hate. It's not, yeah, you shouldn't hate people, but you hate wickedness. You hate unrighteousness. You hate that which separates people from God. The Bible actually says that God anointed Jesus. God actually anointed him with the oil of gladness above his fellows because he loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Part of serving God is loving what God loves and hating what he hates. But today, I just want to say, Father, thank you for the word. Thank you that it's my comfort, it's my shield, it's my future, it's my hope, it's my protection. Lord, I've staked my life on your word. Lord, thank you for the light. Thank you for the sure foundation. Thank you, Lord, for what your word has meant to me. Lord, I want to say thank you for what I already have in Jesus' name. I I bless you today. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's going to be a good year. Amen.